Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's go over to college hoops. You know, we're starting now to get really into the Big Ten basketball season. And believe me, we'll be talking more college hoops throughout. But the Wisconsin Badgers have certainly lived up to all the hype through for the most part. And believe me, they've hit a couple of roadblocks. You know, that Maryland game was not ideal, but to see the Badgers come back and beat Minnesota, who is another really powerful team in the big 10, you just know that this will be a good year for the Wisconsin Badgers and joining us now on the Schneider orange hotline from sporting news analyst on the big 10 network bracketology with Fox sports. He does it all. Mike DeCourcy joining us, Mike, what's going on? How are you today? I'm doing well. So tell me, I mean, this is, I can't remember a Big Ten that was this competitive and just so many talented teams from top to bottom, Mike. Can you remember anything like this? Yeah, last year. (laughs) I mean, I think this is better in in several ways, but let's not forget that when when the season shut down on that uh, fateful Thursday in March, my final bracket for Fox was was published that day, and I had ten teams from the Big Ten in it. And I and when I was doing those brackets uh, through the course of last season, I I was considering twelve different Big Ten teams. So how is this season different? Well, first of all, now I'm considering thirteen out of fourteen. Oof. That's one way it, that it's different. And the second way it's different is that the teams at the top of the league that are either there or we expect to be there, obviously the Badgers, uh, Iowa, Illinois, maybe Michigan State, uh, Rutgers, those teams are all more powerful, more dangerous, uh, more more highly regarded as well by the committee. Uh, When we had that circumstance with, 12 teams possible and 10 ultimately likely to get in if there had been a tournament. Uh, the, the, the last thing the committee said publicly was their pre-bracket thing that they do in mid-February. And as I recall, I believe there wasn't anyone on that bracket that was higher than a four seed. Uh, maybe there was a three, but there was no one on the one or two lines from the big 10. And this year, you're getting, you're getting. I, I mean, my bracket right now had, I believe, two Big Ten teams on the two line, and I was yelled at for not having enough. Uh, I was yelled at for having Illinois on the three line and Rutgers on the four line and that sort of thing. Uh, 
uh, Michigan on the three line, I believe. Uh, I, I was yelled at for not having them rated high enough. Uh, and so uh, I, I, that's, that's a great position for the league to be in. I, I think it's, uh, this, this could become the best season in the league's history. Well, and that's the other thing, too. I mean, as we continue to go along here, these top 25 Big Ten teams are going to continue to beat up on each other. It's just going to continue to go on and on and on, and we're going to see, I think, a few different Big Ten teams continue to change hands when it comes to the top 25 and even the top 10. I mean, the Badgers were there for a second, and now you got Iowa. Like, it just it continues to fluctuate. So then again, when you're trying to figure out the brackets – and these top 25 teams keep beating up on each other, does that help them in their seeding or does that hurt them in their seeding? Well, I think once you establish, uh, you know, I, the, the analogy I've always used to try to, to, to sort of simplify what, how this works is that I, I, I've always said that pre-conference games are like establishing your currency. Like what is a Big Ten win worth? Like as is what the dollar worth versus the euro or the British pound or whatever. Right. So what's a Big Ten win worth versus what an SEC win is worth versus what a Pac-12 win is worth? And the Big Ten's pre-conference performance was successful enough that the that a Big Ten win all the almost all the way to the very bottom is worth a ton. Uh, so you're going to lose some. Your champion, last year's champion, uh, the tri-champions, uh, Michigan State, Maryland, and the Badgers, were 14-6. and six. Wouldn't surprise me at all if, if even given the, the strength of Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, et cetera, even given their individual strength, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we're back in that same neighborhood for the champion uh, to have five losses or six losses. And so that so that's that's a little bit punitive that other leagues won't contend with. I don't think that Baylor or it, it, winning the uh, the Big Twelve is going to wind up with uh, with five losses or four losses. Uh, I, they play a shorter schedule. They play eighteen, so I don't think they'll end up with four losses. Uh, I don't think Gonzaga will end up with any losses, uh, more than likely. Uh, and so it, it, it's going to look maybe a little less attractive in the straight numbers, but when you look at the core numbers that the committee looks at, the, the, your, your quad one and your quad two wins uh, relative to the net rankings, what is quad one and quad two? It, it's basically how you perform against the most difficult games. And the most difficult games are those played on the road against anything from a good team to a great team or at home against mostly great teams. Basically, that's the simplification. And so you'll get a ton in the Big Ten of road games against good teams and, and as well as great teams, and you'll get a significant number of home games against great teams. So it's, it, 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 it helps you in that sense, and, it, and I think it will because we, we're at this point now with the strength of the league so high at the top, I think that you'll see that, that depth valued more for Michigan or Illinois or the Badgers or whoever ends up on top. We're talking with Mike DeCourcy, college basketball analyst for the Big Ten Network and obviously does bracketology for Fox Sports, also writes for the Sporting News here on the Bill Michaels Show. Um, let's talk about the Badgers. I, I mean, 
they they had a lot of hype going into this year, and rightly so. I mean, it is too bad that we were not able to see these guys compete in the NCAA tournament because it would have been just so much fun to see if they could really go on a run and get into the Final Four. Um, your thoughts on what you've seen from this year's Badgers team so far? I think one of the things that's most promising about this season so far is that I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they have fully incorporated the combination of Nate Reavers and Micah Potter when they played together. I don't think there's the, uh, I don't think they have yet the ideal chemistry, the ideal role definition that the two of them ultimately, I believe, I'm certain will, will acquire uh, between them. I mean, Trice and, uh, and, and Davison have played together as a backcourt for three solid years now. Those guys know how to play together, right. both ends. They know what to do. And, and each of them has moments when maybe their shot's a little not where they want to be. But, I mean, in general, each of them is shooting above 43% from three. So that's not a problem. Uh, I, I, I think Nate Reavers averaging 10 points a game is an, is an indication that he isn't quite comfortable and they remember they didn't play he and Potter together a ton at the end of last year. No, uh, when Micah became eligible, it was mostly either or. And at occasion, certain opponents, that sort of thing, they play together. Now they're playing together, and I, I think together they're going to be an absolutely dynamite combination. But I don't think they're quite there yet, which is one of the reasons why I think Badgers fans should be excited because uh, there's there's real possibility for growth, and with a team so experienced. It would be easy for that not to be the case. I mean, they're already they're all they've already played so much basketball together and so much basketball individually that it could be easy for them to be relatively uh, basically stagnant and stagnant at a really high level, but nowhere to go. But I think this team has several steps ahead of it that could improve. And I also think too part of their success is Greg Gard. And you know what, Greg Gard there's been a lot of Badger fans the last several years that have been very critical of Greg Gard, you know, whether it comes to trying to get the most out of his players, to recruiting, to underachieving at times. That's not the case anymore. Greg Gard has done an outstanding job. And again, it's big shoes to fill when you're trying to fill in for Bo Ryan. But I I have been really impressed with what Greg Gard has been able to do from a coaching standpoint, from a recruiting standpoint, the last couple of years, and he has the right culture going on. I'm a bit mystified that there, that that hasn't been the case from the beginning. I'm, he came in, they, they struggled fall semester of, uh, of 2015 when it, when Bo was, uh, I guess, considering whether to leave or whatever. Right. And then they, they struggled after he left. And then all of a sudden the, the switch went on and, and they played fantastically down the stretch that season. The following year, they're in the Sweet 16, and you know, a, you know, a buzzer shot away from playing in the Elite Eight against an inferior team that they might have beaten. I mean, are you disappointed they didn't guard that last shot better? Sure, but and they played fantastically that night. Uh, I, I, you know, they upset Villanova that year. I, I, we really people have been critical, and then of course last year. They win the league in, 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 like I said before, one of the deepest leagues in the history of college basketball. So I think he's been fantastic from the beginning. Uh, and I don't know what there is to criticize at this point. Uh, and every coach makes mistakes in games. Mike makes them. John Wooden made them. Yep. Uh, 
Adolph Rupp made them. Everybody, every coach makes mistakes in games, and every coach is, is vulnerable to, why did you do that at this time? And in, in some cases, they'll say, you know what? I didn't get it right that time because no one's perfect. But on balance, he's done a magnificent job really from the day he was, he was certainly from the day he was hired full time, but even from the day he was installed as an interim, trying to make sure that that season didn't go south. I think he's been fantastic. Mike, we have about a minute left. I'm curious your thoughts on what you think of the NCAA tournament, just strictly being in the state of Indiana this year. Um, do you are you skeptical about any of it, or do you think that they really the NCAA put together a pretty good plan here and what they have? Oh, I think it's a great plan. It it it, it makes total sense. Uh, yeah, Doug Gottlieb, um, a college basketball analyst, former player, said that he thought that Vegas was a better place and. What Doug's missing, and he's not wrong. I mean, Vegas would be great, but they got all those hotels and arenas and such. It would have been great. But what he's missing is that this is a significant logistical challenge to, to stage this NCAA tournament and not have to ship players all over the country and, and take the risks associated with that in this environment. Uh, to bring them all to Indy, uh, to, to one location, make sure they get tested, try to keep them isolated as much as possible so they uh, can avoid uh, any any sort of uh, possibly neg- negative interactions. Doing that in Indianapolis makes perfect sense that for the reason that it's a significant challenge for the staff of the NCAA to execute. And anything that needs to be handled in person, I mean, they can walk to half the venues, uh, literally. I mean, they can walk to Lucas Oil. They can walk uh, on, a, on a nice day. They can walk to Banker's Life from the NCAA headquarters. And so they can be able to be on the scene to, to – solve any logistical challenges that are in advance as they set this up, Uh, as well as the convention center and the hotels downtown. They can do all of that here. So it it makes perfect sense for them to be doing what they're doing. I think it'll be a very successful tournament. It won't be the same, uh, but it will be a lot better, a thousand percent better, a million percent better than the tournament we didn't have in 2020. Yeah, no question about it. He is Mike DeCourcy. You can check out all of his work, Bracketology for Fox Sports. You can see him on the Big Ten Network, and you can read all of his stuff for the Sporting News and follow him on Twitter as well, at TSN Mike. Mike, we always appreciate it, and we will talk again soon. Thanks, Joe. All right, Mike DeCourcy joining us here on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, they're hiring right now, 844 Pride, or go to schneiderjobs.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 